You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. When a person loses heart, he or she first gives in to depression. And when you are depressed, you're in a state of deep sadness and hopelessness. You, you have the mindset that there's no reason for you to pray. No reason for you to do this, that, or the other. It's just hopeless. Over. When you lose heart, it also says that you are unsteady. You don't purposely think, say, and do justly. If somebody calls you and encourages you to trust God, you have your hallelujah moment. That may last an hour, but it may not. Because you have lost heart. Thank you for calling. I give Jesus praise. Ten minutes later, I don't know what I'm going to do. Just don't look like nobody cares. You have lost heart. And finally, to lose heart is, is to just stop being dogged. A dogged person is a person that is determined despite difficulties. Going through pain from your crown to the sole of your feet. But because you're dogged, you don't allow the pain to dictate to you what you should or should not do. You're not going to faint. But on the flip side of that, if you're not dogged, your situation can turn you every which way but loose. Situation can play with your mind like Play-Doh. 
like clay. Simply because you have lost heart. I want to show you something in reference to a person that lost heart in scripture. Go with me to uh, 2 Samuel chapter 4. 2 Samuel chapter 4 is where we're going. Consider verse 1. 2 Samuel chapter 4, verse 1. When Saul's son heard that Abner had died in Hebron, he lost heart. And all Israel was troubled. Notice he heard that Abner had died. Just heard it. And lost determination. Heard it. And gave up. And, and, you know, I thought about it, and, and I said, you know what? The text is bigger than Abner. Some of us can hear bad coming from somebody's mouth. Hear negativity coming from somebody's mouth. Just hear it. And lose heart. Real quiet over there. And here and and how many have ever just heard something in Law's heart? Entered into a state to where you, you just start feeling sad. And hope just cause you, you heard it. That's the reason the Bible tells us to be careful of what we hear. You can't listen to everybody and everything. And, and even certain things that you hear, you, you have to learn how to file those things. Some things you hear, you, you have to file them in section 13. That's what I call it. Section 13 is the trash. You have to just say, I'm, I'm going to file that real quick. And normally she don't talk crazy like that, but since she I'm just going to file that in section 13. Woo! Say to your neighbor, you need to create a section 13. And every time you hear something... There's negative or something that's in contrast to what God has told you. You need to file it. I say you need to file it. Section 13 is a trash can. You don't have to empty. When, when you file it, it automatically disappears sooner or later. It's a trash can you use when you just want to forget stuff. Don't want to pay stuff no attention. 
Because there's a whole lot of stuff we hear that we don't need to pay no attention. Sometimes a person can give you his or her opinion and you get depressed. It's too quiet. For us not to be coming clean. He heard that a person died. And he lost heart. He lost heart. But what about you? Striving to do what you feel you need to do. And then all of a sudden, somebody just busts your little bubble. And you stop pursuing the course of action that you were you won't simply because of what somebody said. You were doing well on your way, listening to the word, and then all of a sudden, somebody reminded you of where you came from and told you you need to do a reality check. And you lost heart. They pulled the determination that God had put in you out of you. You lost heart. I'm going to tell you something. You, you have to get to the point to where you, you got you to gotta say within yourself and mean it. I'm going to stop letting folk. Steal my joy. I'm going to stop letting folks steal what God give me to make me better. I'm going to stop going around folk that ain't got nothing but negative stuff to say. Because I can do bad. Without anybody's help. Right? And so you, you have to be determined that you're not going to allow it to happen. Now, Jesus said to his disciples something that's very key. Matter of fact, I want to read it to you. When it, when it comes to losing heart. Go with me to Luke 18. We're just going to look at verse 1. Luke 18, verse 1. Then Jesus spoke a parable to them, or his disciples, that men, mature folk, always ought to pray and not lose heart. It takes mature folk to pray right. I said it take mature folk to pray right so they won't faint. Men ought to pray and not lose heart. Because you can pray and lose heart. 
Because when it comes to prayer, you're immature. You, you do it to see if it's going to work. You do it to see if something going to happen. You know folk that'll pray and say, God, if you real, do such and such. See, they, they trying to test God. But when you really pray, when, when you do what James talked about in James 5 when he said the effective fervent prayer of a righteous person avails much. When, when you are sincere with God, you mean business with God, you will find out that even when something tries to make you throw in the towel, because of your prayer life, it won't happen. Look at the verse again. Men ought to always pray. And not what? You don't have to lose her. All you got to do is make it your business grown person to seek the face of God all day. You don't have to do it for an hour. You don't have to do it for six hours. All you have to do is be real with God and say what's in your heart. And do so according to the written and revealed word of God. Because that's how we need to pray. We need to pray according to what is written and revealed. Men ought always to and not say to your neighbor, I know my solution to not losing heart. I'm going to pray. But I got to be real in prayer. Because if you're immature in prayer, you, you will pray and get up feeling, feeling worse than you felt when you got down. You got to be genuine when it, when it comes to talking to God. And, and get this, there are folk in here, they don't skip prayer because they know how effective prayer is. Come on grown folk, let somebody know, I don't, I don't skip no prayer. Even if I get up late and can't get on my knees, I know how to talk to God going out the door. I know how to talk to God with my eyes wide open going up 20. God, and I need you to do this today because such and such. Is oh, Lord, and I just, I just forgot, Lord. And I, oh, excuse me, Lord. Let me, just, wait, let me turn out. Wait a minute. And, Lord, I need you to. You have made up in your mind as a mature Christian that you're going to pray every day because you know how effective it is. You've been praying, now. I've been too sick now. I ain't too sick to pray. I am not too sick. As long as I'm conscious, I'm going to say something to my king. I know how effective prayer is. Say to one more person for me if it be true. I know how effective prayer is. And ask him or her, do you? You got to pray. And that's some of our problem. We, we don't pray. Uh, you, still try, you still trying to throw on God what your mama taught you when you were a baby. Now I lay me down to sleep. Pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die, Lord, before I wake, I pray my soul you do take. 
Look, you got to get done with that. You got to pray according to the word. Not no nursery rhyme. You got to pray according to the word. Pray according to what's being preached or taught week in and week out. Because God's ears are open to the cries, get this, of the righteous. And he, and he wants us to pray, but we have to pray in his name. What is his name? The word. The word is his name. When John saw Jesus, he, he defined him in the book of Revelations as the word. He is Emmanuel, God with us. He is the word. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. You have to ask in his name. You have to ask according to the word. And that's the reason John said we know that everything according to his word. Number one, he hears us. Number two, we're going to have the petition that we have put before him. You're going to get what you ask for. In other words, why? Because you ask it according to the word. And you weren't playing around because you unput away childish thing. You were, you were grown person in prayer. Woo! Look at somebody and say, I'm a grown person in prayer. I pray according to the written and revealed word. And so he gave them a major solution to not lose it all. Pray. Just pray. But back in Psalm 27 and 13, David was going through something. To the point to where he was ready to give up. We talking about the giant slayer. You know, David killed Goliath. We, we talking about the, the man that, that had the testimony that, look, I, I did in a lion, did in a bear. And I'm going to take care of this giant for y'all, too. What in the world could such a courageous man be going through that caused him to be ready to give up? Well, let's take a little further. You, you, you know, ever so and so it. He's about ready to give up. Did you hear senior minister done? You can be mighty. 
strong, powerful, but go through something that will try to mess you. Can I go country on you? Slap up. You, you can experience something or hear something that, that could cause you to. The utter out of your mouth. I quit. I'm done. I'm Sometimes as a human, you get frustrated and, and, and just feel like. <laughs> Some of us have felt like cursing since we've been saved. <laughs> we, we can be like David. I almost. I have to keep a gun with me. I do, I do, I do. And I won't go into the reason why I have to keep one with me, but, but there have been times I'd be like. But we don't want, we don't want to see that in the paper. We don't want to see that in the paper. But that does not mean it has never crossed my. As holy as you look, my brother. As clean as you are. And I've been times to where you. And, and, and even some of us just, that, that's sitting there just looking at me like, I have never been there. Never, 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 never been there. I, I love the fact that, that David was honest about it. Because some folk want you to think that they always got it and they never go through trials never experience hard times but if the truth be told Jesus himself said to whom much is given much is required there are a whole lot of things that, that I know I never would have experienced If I would not have accepted what God chose me to do. Some things I, I know I go through simply because he chose me to do this, that, and the other. Or chose me to say this, that, or the other. You're going to go through some stuff. 
And, and you can try to fake it, say it never affects you, but, but real folk and folk that know the Bible recognize that as long as you are in a human body, there will be days to wear. You will get frustrated about what has happened, what ills happened, or what has not happened. Had a young pastor ask, say to me one day, I asked God why he wouldn't do for me what he done done for you. I said, did he tell you why? I, I, I said, you, you sure you won't? <laughs> you sure you want him to do for you what he did for me? Or, or, or was you trying to say to him, Lord, why won't you do for me on Sunday morning what you do for him on Sunday? Because I don't know if you won't. The same road I done been down. Get this. The sons of Zebedee came to Jesus one day and said, Lord. I want to sit on your left side. And my brother want to sit on your right side. Jesus said, you think you're able? See, see sometimes we ask for something that we really don't, don't know fully what we're requesting. There are some things you may think you want. But without God, you don't want those things. Without God giving it to you, you don't want those things because those things will change you for the worst. Without God. And Jesus simply told me, he said, you're not able and it's not up to me to give you what you're requesting. And, and, and again, I asked the young, I said, what, well, what, what did he say? He said, he didn't say nothing. I said, well, why would you ask for something? He said, because when I asked him, I was stupid. At least he was honest. He said, I didn't understand until I started going through what I had to go through. See, you have to be to the point to where you, you recognize that, that whatever God gives for you, something is going to be required. Whatever he gives you, something is going to be required. And there will be times to where you, you will see stuff, you will hear stuff, You'll go through stuff to where you'll be 
thinking about giving up. Look, look at this text again. Psalm 27, 13. Look, look at just this first part of what David said. Y'all ready? This need to sink in. This is real right here. All them supermans you've been running into, they, they ain't real. They, they just like a cartoon. Just like the cartoon. But, but notice this. I would have laws help me. I would have. He almost lost it. I would have. And, and if you are not focused, you will lose heart. The only reason David didn't lose heart is, is because he was focused. See, see, and, and you have to be focused on the right thing. Some folks lose heart because they're looking at too many other folk. They base their success on what somebody else is doing. That they're watching. As children of God, our success should be based upon the written and revealed word of God and the seasons of God. Not on what somebody else is doing. See, see that, that's, what, that's what's messed up with the world right now. You, you got grown men that, that have their pants hanging way down, and you ask them why, they don't even know why. A trend went to going forth, and the next thing they do, they drop it, they show and they draw like everybody else. I, I have asked several, I said, look, why you got your pants hanging down like that? I don't know, man, it's just, it's just style. So you, go, you want folks see your draw because it's just a style. And I say it just like I'm saying it to you. And I have asked, I said, why you, why you do it, man? Why y'all doing that? Man, it's just the side. Well, where it come from? I don't know. I just seen, you know, I seen some brothers doing it. I seen some on TV. And, you know, I just got with it, too. Oh, so you got with it, too. And then these long T-shirts came out. And, I, and a brother about my high said, man, you know now. I know they got long T-shirt style, but brother, we short. We, we, need, we don't need to wear no T-shirt that's all most to the ground. Come on now. But there are folk that will measure their success measure their life off of a trend or off of somebody else. You can't be like that as a child of God. You can't say, because I don't have nine cars like so-and-so. I ain't successful yet. So you measure your success off what that person has. And when you do such, sooner or later, you're going to lose heart. You're going to give up. Yes, you are. You're going to give up sooner or later. 
David said, I almost, almost, I would have lost heart, but I was focused. And notice his focus, what he was focused on was his belief in God. He said, but I just believe God. See, no matter what you go through, you, you can be going through a hard time. You got to stay focused. Battling something in your body, got to stay focused. Got to stay focused. See, it wasn't just him believing. He, he was focused on believing in God. And he wouldn't drop it. And see, when, when you look at other folks, you'll lose hard because you're trying to be like them. Because you don't like yourself the way you need to like yourself. And I'm just going to put something on the table right now. I love me some bear. You better, you better start telling yourself and showing yourself how much you love yourself. Barry gets something every birthday for himself. I was telling Ella Jackson earlier, Barry got three particular gifts he want to get himself for Christmas. Say to your neighbor, you got to love yourself. You can't love that man and you don't love yourself. Girl. You got to love yourself. You got to stay focused. David said, I just believe God. And so his belief was in God. And, I, and I'm dissecting the text, so just hold on. I know you want me to get to that other part, but hold on. And see, when you believe God, that's when impossible things happen. You believe in a trend, it won't. You just believe in certain folk, a certain, it won't. And something, something might happen, but when you believe God, and that's your focus, that's when impossible things happen. I got to show you what Jesus said in the book of Mark. Y'all go there with me. Y'all all right? All right. Let, let's go to Mark 9. This is one of my favorite sayings of Jesus. I Jesus said this, and when he said that, oh, Lord, that's one of my favorites. Mark 9. Some of y'all can quote it. Look at you. I go to that Bible reading. Mark 9, 23. Jesus said, if you can. Believe all things are possible 
to him who believes. That's a powerful verse right there. And, and in order to believe the way you need to believe, you got to be focused. You can't allow folk and things to pull you away from your purpose. From the mindset that you have. If you can believe all things are possible. Possible means doable. Can happen. It can happen if you believe. And I've seen, I've seen, I've been to the point to where folks have said I couldn't, but my belief was so strong, I proved them wrong. Let me back up. My belief in God was so strong to where I proved them wrong. That's the reason you never let folk have the last say over your life. Well, you know, he's been in the profession for 52 years, so he ought to know. No, no, no. You don't ever let a person have the final say when it comes to your life. You let the one who not only deemed himself the Alpha and the Omega, but the one who is Alpha and Omega have the final say when it comes to your life. And that's what he wants. Because biblically, or in Hebrews, Jesus is the author and finisher, but get this, of our faith. He's the one that's going to make happen what you're believing And it's based upon the written and revealed word of God. He'll make it happen. He's the one that's going to make sure it happens. With God, all things are possible, are doable. And he he was point blank with his his disciples. He said, look, with man, this right here is impossible. He just let them know this ain't doable with man. And see, some of us, we, we ain't learned that yet. You still got too much trust in some folk. It's just certain thing when folk tell you, you got to understand they can't do it. You know, you, you, just, you don't just put them down. Just, just understand. Look, I understand that you're limited. I know you went to school for 12 years, but you still limited. I see all the certificates you got, and I know you got a new one last week, but you still limit. But God ain't limited. Again, Jesus told his disciples, with men, this is impossible. He said, but not with God. With God, all things can be done. All things are doable. And and some of us, I don't know why we fight that. All you got to do is look in the mirror and say, yeah, he he can do some things. He can do some incredible things. Uh, uh, Pull out your your resume. Pull out your history. And look at all the things that God has done for you this year. 
You don't have to go back to last year. Look at what he has done for you this year. And, and you know that with God all things are what? Possible. But see, we let folks rob us because of their credentials. Because of their intelligence. But don't let anybody rob you. To the point to where it will cause you to lose If you can believe, all things are what? That needs to be your focus from this point on. You got to believe that when it comes to God, all things are possible. You can have what you never have, what you've never had because of God. You can do what you've never done because of God. You don't have to live from check to check because of you can come from the bottom to the top because of God. And that's real. All of what I said is real. And you say, can you prove it? I can prove it over here. In the middle section. I can prove all that I've said in one section. Now, now this is going to sound crazy to some of y'all, but some of y'all know this is true. I can prove all that I just said with one row. And I, and I can choose rows on, on this side, in the middle and on this side, and I can get folk to stand up to show you that with God, all things are doable. On a rope, everything that I've said, I can prove it with a rope. And in certain cases, I can prove it with one person. I can get Elder Thomas to stand up right now and prove all I have said with just him. Can get Ella White to stand up. Ella Beasley to stand up. And they are witness, living witnesses of what I've said. It's when we got to quit allowing folk to rob us. Appreciate what folk put on the table. But always let God have the final say. Man, I appreciate the information. I'm going to have to go and pray about this and read my Bible and see what God has to say. I know folk in here that, that, that have been told that they had this, that, and the other. But they say, I just believe God that, that what was said to me ain't true. Because he ain't he ain't said it was true, so I'm just going to move forward until he tells me different. And there's a lot of folk in here. You standing on what God has told you. You are a belief. Lord have mercy. I got to close. Listen to this. David believed, and this is what's so amazing, that he would see. The goodness of God in the land of the living. And see, when he said he would see the goodness, 
is an implication that comes with, with that. Bad was happening in his life. He was going to see goodness. He almost gave up. Almost lost heart. But he believed that he would see goodness. David, David was going through badness. Trouble. But his testimony just in making that statement was trouble don't last. All. Say to your neighbor, I just believe I'm going to see some goodness. Y'all ain't happy over here. I'm going over here. I just believe I'm going to see some goodness. Woo! I just believe. Can you see the implication? Bad had to be happening in his life, but he was not going to let the bad cause him to lose heart because he was focused on believing that good was going to manifest. Say to your neighbor, I'm seeing goodness. Despite the trouble I'm going through right now. You dressed up this morning because you're not going to allow your trial to define who you are. You're looking good because you're not going to allow the bad that's taking place in your life to dictate to you how you should look. You're looking like a million even though you ain't got $7 in your pocket. Look at somebody and say, bad is happening right here. I got it behind me now. Bad is happening right here. But I'm seeing goodness. Bad is happening on the job, but I'm seeing goodness. Bad is happening at the house, but I'm seeing goodness. Bad is happening here, there, and over there, but I'm seeing. As to for what are you seeing? I need some real folk. Just look at somebody. I'm seeing good. Even though I'm going through something that's trying to make me quit. Even though I'm wrestling with something, I'm seeing something that's making me turn in victory. Even though I don't have the joy I would love to have, I'm seeing goodness. So I'm just leaping for a little joy. You got to believe what David knew. I said you got to believe what David knew. He knew God wanted him to have good. He, he so knew it to when, when, when God 
started moving in his life. He just started pinning certain things. Writing certain things based upon the doings of God in his life. You got to see goodness even when bad is happening. And let me tell you something. While we are down here on earth, we going to see some bad. We going to hear some bad. But you can never allow the bad that you see here dictate to you not to believe in the goodness of the Lord on earth. See, there's a lot of folks say, I'm going to see good when I get to heaven. Yeah, and you're right about that. But we also, as children of God, are going to see goodness right here. I got to work with it for a few minutes now. Then I'm, I'm going to be done. Just for a few minutes. Then I'm going to be done. Let's go to Psalm 52. Notice, notice Psalm 52 and 1. Let's start there. Because here, here, go, here go David straightening somebody. Now he could have straightened himself earlier, but notice he's he straightening folk. Notice this. Why do you boast in evil, oh mighty man? Now this is somebody with some strength, but they boasting in what? Evil. Somebody with some power, but they boasting in what? Why do you boast in evil, almighty man? The goodness of God does what? Do you know as long as you stay in the word, nothing nor nobody can stop goodness from coming your way? I said, do you know as long as you stay in the word, nothing nor nobody can stop goodness from coming your way? The goodness of the Lord endures forever. It does not stop. The goodness of God equates the word. It has to. has to be synonymous with the word. Why? Jesus said in Matthew 24 and 35, heaven and earth shall pass. But not my word. What is it about you? His word endures continually. His word ain't going to pass away. It's going to always be. Goodness going to always endure. When it's God's goodness, why? It's divine. Man will try to stop you from getting a blessing, but if God has, has put divine favor or goodness on your life it can't be stopped you know you got haters but haters can't stop you from being successful you can have haters at the bank you going up there to try to get along because you done found the thing that you love and, and all of a sudden you run into somebody you didn't even know hated you Trying to find out a reason they won't give you a loan. 
but they can't stop God. When God has ordained for good to come your way, you better get ready. I said you better get ready. The goodness of God endures continually. Say your name. My cup runneth over. The goodness of God endures. It never ceases. Lord have mercy. We got to go further. Yeah, we have. Consider Psalm 33. Lord have mercy. Well, Reverend, I hear you, but I'm still looking for something. Well, hold on to this right here. Psalm 33 and 5. Notice this. He loves, this is God, righteousness and what? But then look how he closes it out. The earth is full of what? The earth is what? Of what? That means everywhere you go, God got some what? And, and folks will look at her, look at her tomorrow. It, it's something in here. God got something for her in Walmart. Look at her. Well, she must know. Psalm 33 and 5, which says the earth is full. If it's full of his good, that, that means everywhere you go, it's going to be something for you. Even in a store. Something you weren't even expecting going to be there. Oh, Lord, Jesus, that's a good deal. <laughs> Wonder how many folk I'm passed by and it just seemed like it was. See, see, before I even go somewhere, you know what? I just believe something's going to be waiting for me. Remember, David was focused that he would, he believed that he would see. See, that's the reason the enemy strives to, to, to make you be negative. It ain't going to work out for you. Remember your credit, how bad your credit is. He just strives to make you think about your credit. Which you do need to clean it up a little bit, but that's no such. <laughs> right? We do need to have good credit. Once we get on, get everything straightened out, we do need to do that. But that's no such. You have to focus on the right thing. The earth is full of God's what? The earth is full of God's what? The earth is full of God's what? That means you can't go nowhere where God's goodness is not there. And we got a scripture to, to back up. Why is that? Why God's goodness is everywhere. Psalm 24 and 1. The earth is the? Lord. And is what? Lord. 
No wonder, no wonder God got something at Walmart. He owned everything. And folks, when you tell folks stuff like this who don't understand the word, they'll look at you like you crazy. What God got to do with this? Right? He owned everything. And he going to take care of his children. I, I'm a, I got I to do this then. I got to move on. But look, look at this. How much God wants you to have certain things, material. Listen, listen to this. Jesus said to his disciples who were worrying because they didn't have nothing to drink. And then they, he said, look, hey, why in the world are y'all worrying about some chicken? I'm, I'm just, you know, breaking it down. Cream potatoes and sweet peas. Why y'all with me? Look, look. You ain't got to worry about that. We're going to have some of that. Hey, let me, come here. Let me show you something. You see the lily over there? See that lily? See, I, I see the color of the lily. See how pretty that lily is. He said, listen to this, listen to this. If God so clothed the lily of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is gone, don't you know he's going to take care of you? You understand what I'm saying? God got signs. When you see lilies, based upon that verse, you know, well, if God clothed him, he going to clothe me. Look at it. Look at the things that we read, but we just don't really see the significance in it because we never just looked at it a certain way. The earth is full of God's goodness. And why is it full of his goodness? For his children. Not for himself because the earth is his his footstool. He owns it, but it's his footstool. He ain't about to come down here and make earth heaven because heaven is greater than earth. How many understand that? Y'all stay with me. Y'all stay with me. Let's go further. Let's go further. Some of y'all still looking like, oh, Lord, I, I, you heard what Pastor said? Well, we're moving on now. Psalm 31 and 19. Notice this. Psalm 31, 19. Oh, how great is your goodness, which you have laid up for buried during their walk. Who fears you? His goodness is for folk that's going to think, talk, and do according to his written and revealed word. That's the reason Barity Walker is in there. That's what I see. You don't see your name on that? Certain verses, you got to see your name there. My, my name is right there. When folks ask you, why pastor got this, that, and that, he's supposed to. You ain't read? Psalm 31 and 19. 
God had it waiting on him. His goodness is laid up for those that what? Fear him. How you get, I'm supposed to have this. When somebody asks you about why you have what you say, I'm supposed to have it. You special? Yeah. You ain't never you ain't never read Psalm 31? And 19, he laid it up for me. I ain't able to get that right. Why? He didn't got that laid up for you? Well, if he got it laid up for you, it's bigger than you can't. I say, if he got it laid up for you, it's bigger than you can't. Y'all scared to say it. I got to move on. But ask your neighbor, do you know what God got laid up for you? Say to your neighbor, I know some. But I don't know all. The Bible says if you delight yourself in him, he'll give you the desires of your what? That means when you start delighting yourself in him, that means he got your desire what? Laid up for you. See, this is too tough for some of y'all. Some, some of y'all trying to get there. I'm trying to get in the vein with pastor, but I, 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 I. And some of y'all are like, Rev, you taking it a little too far, <laughs> too far today. No, you just got to stay with me. Remember, David said he almost, or he would have lost heart. Unless he believed that he would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living or on earth. My final scripture. I'm not going now. But you, you know this scripture. Psalm 23 and 6. David said, surely goodness and shall all. He even talked about the conclusion. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord. How long? But what was going to follow him all the days of his life? Did, was any bad back there? He almost let bad come, but he didn't open up that door, did he? How can you open up bad to come in your life, your mouth? Proverbs, what is it? 18.21 says, death then. Are in the of what? And he who loves or uses it shall eat the fruit. Man, if I didn't have no bad luck, I wouldn't have no luck at all. Man, ain't nothing been working out for me. That cause you ain't seeing good. 
Man, I know. I just hope it ain't nothing, nothing negative again. Oh, have mercy. Negative, 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 negative. That's all I get. Wonder if it's because of what you say all the time. Wonder if it's because of who you hang with. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me. How long? Is that exclusive to David? No. No. That's for all of us that are seeing goodness. Can you look back and see goodness? Can you look over here and see? In every situation, you need to be able to see what? I'm done. Have to be able to see. Good.